0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Walking in Victory. This is your host, Sean Moreno, and I thank you for joining me today as I'm excited to share with you the amazing experience that I had down in Nashville, Tennessee. Some of the blessings, some of the lessons, and some of the answered prayer that I received all in just a couple of days. And so my goal and my hope is that you can hear these things and apply them to your own life and, yeah, just see how good God is because He really is good. And so we left on a Friday to get there on Friday morning and we had about a six and a half hour car ride there. And the car rides are usually something that I don't look forward to. I don't like being stuck in a car for that long and, you know, I just, you just want to get there, right? And so the funny thing was that I was truly blessed by Christian, my friend who was on here this in the other podcast, and his friend Gabriella, as they got to just share life with me and their experiences and all the life lessons that they have learned as well. And the fellowship that was happening in the car rides there and back were really just priceless. And it made the car ride so much better just knowing that wow, we had some really good conversations and walked away from that even better and sharpened. We sharpened one another. So we get there Friday evening, and uh, the first session of the Simply Jesus Conference happened, and that's what we went there for with our church. And one of the takeaways that I got from that first lesson was, you know, repentance and joy always go together. And sometimes we think of repentance as a bad word, and you know, we've heard people, hey, repent, or repent or perish, Jesus even says, right? It's like, man, we associate repentance with perishing or suffering or dying to self, which there is, you know, truth to all of those. But the reason why God wants us to repent or to change our mind is because he wants us to have freedom. Sometimes our own ways of thinking can lead to a lot of problems in life especially when we're guided by our emotions and we don't want to repent you know we don't always like to change our ways and a lot of people don't like change in general but the problem with that is if you're if you're not willing to change uh you' you're really stiff right you're not flexible and so God wants us to grow and there's a joy in in growth and there's a joy in repentance. And so that's one of the biggest takeaways I got from night number 1. And then day 2 of the conference, there was two sessions. And the first session I actually got, to, you know, to be a part of and and celebrate and worship and listen. And the second one, I was actually a photographer for the second session. So which was really awesome and I got to capture in a lot of amazing moments from that but the other lesson i learned from day 2 really is don't get too comfortable you know the the speakers there were talking a lot about you know the persecution of the church especially in other parts of the world and how much suffering they go through and how much martyrs there are out there in the faith and just to know that that's going on around the world it makes me think like man that could come to us one day and you know, is heading towards that way. And, you know, it could be instilling fear, you know, when we think about this, thinking about persecution. But at the same time, you know, on the other side of persecution is blessing as well. And so we have to learn how to frame that and we have to learn how to be thankful in the present moment. Because you just never know, right? You just never know what the world's going to turn out. We didn't even think a pandemic was ever going to happen in 2020. That just happened out of nowhere, right? So I think it's just good to always know, like, hey, I need to continuously stretch myself and be bold in the faith uh, so that, you know, when persecution does come, I'm strengthened by the Spirit of God. And, uh, you know, another thing, too, is just I learned is being sensitive to the Spirit of God. I mean, being around such spirit-filled believers and uh, hearing testimonies and and seeing, you know, my friend Christian, as he always does, just be obedient to the spirits prompting and talking to strangers on the street and praying with people. It's just, it's just an amazing thing. And so um, I'm starting to become more sensitive to the spirit and hearing these little, these little cues of, Hey, you know, Hey, I want you to go talk to that person. I want you to encourage that person, even if it's a stranger, um, one of the things God told me to do the other day was, "Hey, I want you to wear that Simply Jesus hoodie that you bought, and I want you to wear that to the <laughs> hot yoga place that you go to, and uh, not be afraid to show people who I am, and uh, to to wear my name on your on your chest, to not be ashamed of me." And so, I think hearing that speech of not getting too comfortable just kind of prompted me to be a little bit more bold in my faith and there was a girl there that um, she had a, a shaved head and all these tattoos all over her and uh, I just felt the Spirit say to me go talk to that girl after class and, and just compliment her and, and, and show her the love of Christ you know and I'm starting to hear things like this more often in my heart and it's, it's actually a really big blessing because it just caused me to get out of my comfort zone and it causes me to bless other people. And I actually did that and she was so nice. You know, I I think you could look at someone like that and have a bunch of preconceived notions of who they are and what they believe when they're dressed that radically and have all these tattoos and a woman having a shaved head. But when I talked to her, she was so kind and and sweet and, and gentle and so it just showed me, hey, you know, don't always judge a book by its cover, but rather go investigate and find out what that person's about and actually get to know them first without any preconceived notions. Um, something else, too, that I did was, like I mentioned before, was I, I was able to take photos and I was able to get some really cool moments during that time of praise and worship on that Saturday second session. And it carried over into that Sunday when we checked out Legacy Church in Nashville, Tennessee. And I just brought my camera gear inside because I didn't want to leave it out in the car because I just have thousands of dollars worth of equipment in my backpack. So I took it in, not really expecting to capture any moments. But as I got in there, the atmosphere was just so lively. People were praising and worshiping and people were up at the front where the stage was and there was like a crowd up front almost like a concert and there was cameramen there and videographers and I had my camera on my backpack uh, and I was like man I'm just going to take my camera out and I don't even care I'm just going to start shooting and and capturing these amazing moments and not even going to ask for permission I'm just going to do it and I did it and and nobody messed with me and I was able to get some really awesome moments that I even just shared on LinkedIn and Um, yeah, the, the other thing I learned was just boldness, boldness when it comes to photography and boldness when it comes to my faith, because it seems like that boldness of faith just kind of trickles over into other aspects of my life as well. And I realized that boldness can be a good thing when it's harnessed correctly and with the right intention. Now, to be honest, I'm, I'm talking about all these lessons, but, um, one of the biggest things that I've taken away from this this whole time and probably the, the highlight of the entire trip was just my stay with the family that Christian already knew. He already met people down there in Nashville a couple of years ago, uh, had contact with this girl from a church, and uh, her grandparents was gracious enough to let us stay at their place. And it was out in the country in Tennessee, and the her grandpa and grandma were just absolutely gracious and kind, like I've, honestly, I don't know if I've ever experienced that type of Southern hospitality, Um, because when we got there, they already had dinner ready, they had spaghetti and meatballs, and, and garlic bread, and a table ready, and waters for us, and beds made upstairs, and just, it was overwhelming, like I felt the love of God as soon as I walked into the house, I felt like these people knew me for years, even though I was a stranger, And so, man, they blessed us with food, a comfortable place to stay. You know, the next morning we woke up and they had this amazing spread for breakfast with bacon and eggs and sausage and biscuits and gravy and and, and pancakes and syrup and all these things. And it was just like, whoa, this is so amazing. And, you know, they're not charging us to stay or for any of this food. It was truly the love of God that was experienced in that home and I was overwhelmed by the hospitality honestly and i I couldn't thank them enough and to be honest you know I, I was telling christian I was like man I'm taking notes on these on this hospitality that they're showing us because they were so intentional they even asked Christian what kind of you know candy he wants and candy he likes and the next day we woke up and there was the specific chocolate that he was like requesting like it was so so kind, and man, you know, I'm obviously going to send them a thank you card or whatnot. And but they were so gracious, you know, and and their granddaughter, Brooklyn, was amazing too. And you know, she she told me, like, you know, you're welcome over whenever you'd like. And it's just really cool to know that you know, we have church family down in Nashville, Tennessee, now, and that hospitality it's really a gift. And I can tell that they have that gift of hospitality and it's that Southern hospitality, you know, with the real country style food that they made that was so delicious. <laughs> and so that's another big highlight that I was so great, grateful for down there in Nashville, Tennessee. You know, we we talked a lot about uh, the sermon that we listened to on that Sunday as well. And um, it was actually a, a woman pastor uh, and she she really blessed us with a great message about, you know, new wine doesn't go into old wineskins, and honestly, I feel like God has been preparing me for new wine. You know, if if we look at new wine, I mean, really what that is, is the Holy Spirit of God coming into the body, the wineskin of the believer, but new wine is also uh, just new revelation, new revelation of who God is and how he wants us to operate. And um, I feel like there has been a shift in the past month uh, of me of just opening up more. And I mean, I can, I've been literally like cleaning the whole house. I've been cleaning my room. I've been getting rid of old clothes. Like there's like a subconscious level of, hey, I'm preparing myself for new wine, even in the physical aspect of my external reality of cleaning. And so... Um, it just was so fitting uh that she preached that message and um you know, on the car car ride home, we were talking about you know, hey, you know what does the Bible say about women pastors and all these things and um because i've I've had a, a view of that for a couple of years now, especially listening to John MacArthur, who's anti women preaching period, you know, and very stern with that opinion um Christian and Gabrielle just blessed me with their Thoughts on that and what scripture says about that. And as they were speaking, you know, that we were bringing people up like Joel Osteen and Joyce, Joyce Meyer, who, you know, these are these are leaders that I've looked at in the lens of condemnation for years because of, you know, MacArthur's preaching on willing to call people out for false teaching and and all these things. And I realized, like, what good does that do? To bash my brothers and sisters of the faith and to bash the leadership of the faith. And, you know, those people are being are used to being bashed all the time. I mean, by critics and, you know, they're famous because of their platform and all of these things. Yet, you know, behind the scenes, <clears throat> there's a lot of a lot of good going on and a lot of good that they're doing as well. And we tend to focus on the negativity of people. And one of my prayers that I've had over the past year is just, God, give me a lens of grace to see people the way that you do. And during that conversation on the way home, I really felt like it felt like the scales were coming off my eyes and I was seeing these people that I've looked down on, you know, these leaders of the faith. And I started to see them with grace in a new lens and with less grace criticism, and that's such a blessing because the body isn't meant to be divided, and we aren't supposed to look at other people with the lens of criticism, even our enemies. We're supposed to see people with the lens of grace, which is how Christ sees us and how He loves us. And so, all that to say, I feel like that's an answered prayer, just in that conversation that we had on the ride home and Uh, hearing that woman speak and and bless us with the sermon. And so all that to say, wow, Nashville, Tennessee was a a big time blessing. And (laughs) I feel like, you know, I want to go back there again, like soon. And um, I definitely will, will be back sometime and I need to pray about that. But those are some of the lessons and blessings and answered prayers that I experienced in Nashville, Tennessee. And yeah, I just hope that, you can take away something from that. And, you know, I have, I have these a couple or two and a half weeks off now uh, in between jobs. I just got a new job and super blessed because of that. And I'm like, Hey, how am I going to spend my time? You know? Um, well, one of the weeks I'm actually taking a trip to Miami, Florida, which is in about a week and a couple of days from now. But, um, you know, this next week coming up, I'm kind of, I don't have anything to do. And, (laughs) I have time to think and reflect and, you know, a lot of time to get things done, which has been a blessing. But this is just day one of, hey, I don't have to work today and I have time to record. And I felt like, hey, why not continue to make some podcast episodes and share what the Lord is doing in my life and hopefully bless other people. So I'm going to try and keep these messages more concise, especially the solo ones, just because, you know, I realized Man, some of the solo episodes I have are, like, close to an hour long and we actually listened to one of them on the way to uh, Nashville, Tennessee, and even in my mind, I was thinking, like, man, this is a long episode. (laughs) Uh, Even though it was good, it was actually the Three Principles for Rest, which was, like, I don't know, maybe one of my first five episodes that I've recorded. But, uh, yeah, I'm gonna try and keep these concise and that way I can actually, you know, produce a little bit more episodes and I'll tell you right now, I feel so much more comfortable speaking into the microphone. I I feel relaxed and laid back. And I think part of that is just because I'm knowing more of my identity. I'm comforted in that. And I know that, you know, I'm not trying to perform for anybody. I'm trying just to be myself. And I'm just trying to share what God is teaching me in the life lessons. And I think that's what I'm going to continue to do for these solo episodes, just sharing some wisdom and insight on what God's doing through my life. And I know that the more I step out of my comfort zone and, and even like this Miami trip, I'm going to go on, like I'm going solo, you know, but it doesn't bother me at all because I have so many hobbies and activities that I do and things that are lined up already that I'm cool with going by myself. I like being alone at times and I like reflecting. And I also like going to, I'm sure I'm going to go to the beach and I want to just meet random people and, talk with them and make friends and play volleyball and go salsa dancing and all these things. And um, I'm actually even trying to check out a church down there uh, just to see, you know, what God's doing in Miami, Florida and make some connections down there. So I'll definitely make an episode about Miami as well. And it's fun to be able to travel and go to places like Nashville, Tennessee and Miami, Florida. So, Hey, I really appreciate you listening to walking in victory please feel free to give me a rating and review. Uh, I also plan on making a page for my podcast on LinkedIn that, you know, I'll probably put in the link in the description. Maybe on not this episode, but the next, but we'll see. Um, But Hey, I hope you're blessed. Um, I pray that you have an amazing day and an amazing week. And God bless you. Thank you.